Hi guys, my name is Mark. I'm an alcoholic and an addict. And my topic is uh, on relationships with children. And, uh, I, you know, I had to kind of write this stuff because if you give me a podium and you give me 60 guys that are going to give me an ear and talk to you about kids, you're dead for at least an hour. Um, personally, I've, I've got an advantage over a lot of fathers because I'm more or less a stay-at-home dad. I only work part-time and I get to spend a lot of time with my children and that gives me a great advantage uh, as a parent. Um, but just for your information, the average father in the United States spends less than 15 hours a week with his children. And I would present a challenge to the fathers in this room, and this is the last time I'm going to say, Father, how much time you spend with your kids and maybe take one day off the golf course or out from under the car or out of your wood shop or whatever you do and spend some time with your children because that's what it's all about. It's about participation and uh, being involved in their lives. Um, and so what I'm going to refer to more than anything is mentoring. And um, so, so that means you could be a stepfather, you could be a divorced man, you could be a gay man, you can be an uncle, a grandfather, or anything. But there's thousands of children out there, children, they need mentors. They need people to set examples of what, what they need to know. And, um, you know, we're, most of us are aware of children's basic needs. We know about the food and the shelter. But uh, some of the less obvious, which we need to provide as adults, are the structure and the security. And all children need, especially young children, need structure in their lives. And uh, they need to see a consistent regime of diets. Uh, they need to have consistent bedtimes, plays, household chores, education. And if they see us doing this, then this and then they, they can act on it, they, it'll give them a sense of security. But it's important that we, we have to lead this life, you know, of a comparable structure ourselves. Um, you know, and I keep it simple at my house. I have a long list and a short list, and my kids address it, and they do it. And if they do, they feel good. And if they don't, then they have to do it. Um, <laughs> uh, dis the discipline and tolerance. And, uh, you know, it's a mentor's responsibility is to provide discipline in a firm but loving manner. Because the children, they depend on us to learn the difference between right and wrong. And they look to us, they look to us for guidance, and they carefully watch us to see what kind of examples we set. Um, it, it's not fair for us to try and teach patience and tolerance with a zero-tolerance attitude and say, you can't do that, you're wrong, because how are we going to expect them to learn patience and tolerance with a zero-tolerance attitude? It doesn't work that way. It comes down to walking the walk and not just talking the talk because kids, they're not going to do what we say, they're going to do what we do. Um, and, you know, I'm not always good at that. Sometimes I bark at my boys and I get angry because they did something wrong. What do you know? I didn't teach them how to do it. <laughs> so I teach them how to do it and they know how to do it right. And then ultimately it's the attention and participation that, that the children need. And, uh, you know, as mentors, this is probably the most crucial thing that we need to give them um, and it's difficult for us as adults things that we equate to as extremely important things to do are not so important for a child and more often than not the children's sense of values are a lot more in line than ours um, you know we can find a, a really equitable situation in sitting down with a child and playing a game of chess 
and it makes us feel good, it makes them feel good, and it gives them a sense of value, gives them a sense of worth, and it makes them feel important. And, uh, and that's what it's all about. I don't know about anybody in this room, but I, you know, I have a self-esteem issue, and it may come from my role models when I was a child. It may come from the way I was brought up. It really doesn't matter. But as mentors, mentors, we need to set a sound example as role models for our children. So this means investing just a lot of love and patience in all the youth that surrounds us. And if you're not a parent, okay, or if you, if you don't have kids and think this doesn't apply to you, you're wrong. Because you could be an uncle, you could be a neighbor. Kids watch us all the time. And the example we set is critical to the way that this youth is going to grow up. So, you know, in closing, you know, I don't have anything more than real life experience. Um, I have experience with my kids and I have experience with a lot of other kids. And if you want to have experience with other children, there's, there's sources. There's Alateen, there's Al-Anon, there's Perry Centers. There's places all over, the, all over town where kids need mentors. And, uh, you know, I haven't been here that long. I've been in the program for just a little more than three years. And before I got to the program, I was a father, a stay-at-home dad, too. And I was a good father. I was drunk, and I wasn't there all the time, but I was a good father. Finally, because I can practice these principles, you know, I can't even tell you what the rewards are. I mean, it's huge. It's huge to see my boys. It's amazing to have a teacher come to me and say, oh, what's up with these guys? They are good kids. And so today, I can kind of act like an adult when I'm with adults. I'm a good father, and I can be a real friend to my kids. So thank you.